Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Are we, are we podcasting? We're podcasting, Jen. I did. Did you see the story that I? Oh, oh we're yeah, pod- we're podcasting. I think we're podcasting. I think I, we're I don't podcasting. Know what's going on right now? I'm going to put on a do not disturb in an airplane mode, and somehow my mother will still call so during this podcast. I posted this. I did see that. Okay. Um, because I because <clears throat> I stuck up for our friend Paul, and if he is an a hole, I think he's an a hole. I'm gonna say it. <laughs> we're divided on this, but. Yeah. I'm starting to think maybe, but I did watch the um, the thing that was supposed to go live that didn't go live. Yeah, like, I, but I only watched a few minutes of it, and I have thoughts. Okay, I would like to say a couple things that I think I got wrong. Okay, L- can I just say why I didn't watch it yeah. last night? Because I was behind on Succession. I haven't watched it yet. Oh, you guys, that's my next one. I love it so have much. Have you watched it from the first season? Have yeah. you been? Are you caught up? Yeah, that's like one. Man. We, My husband and I only have like a few shows that we watch all the time. Yeah. And that is, we're obsessed. Succession, man. Here's. Okay, so what were you wrong about? Tell me, tell me. I'm so excited. I can't. Well, wait. first of all, I've only watched half of the live thing. And um, happy to report, report that Brett and Tiffany not only are as happy as can be, but look so fantastic Yay. and are delightfully in love. I thought you were going to say baby on board. Cause... I wish. And like Zach and Bliss are happy. <gasps> Yay. And I have to say Kwame and Chelsea are happy. <gasps> and Kwame seemed different. He also had to say he was sorry a bunch, which I kind of loved. And Chelsea seemed really chill, which was a nice version of her. Yeah. And then they had Arena on and she felt really bad. You know, sometimes those shows, they're just going to edit what makes oh, yeah. for compelling television yeah, for and sure. in, let me promise you you could with a strong edit i i honestly you wouldn't even need that much editing there's some video of me out there being an asshole on a baseball field oh, that God. i know if no, you, that's I what you thought of, of me as a human you wouldn't like me like you you know that's it's just easy to to change the the narrative with I, a bunch of editing that's why we said we were approaching these people as characters not as yeah. You know. Well, I watch Housewives and I do think that that's who they are a lot of times. <laughs> I kind of agree with that one. Well, plus I've watched those like multiple seasons and it's like Yeah, they if, don't change. If you're kind of consistently that, that's kind of who yeah, you, you are. You can't keep up the facade. Yeah. Like at some point or another the the true you does come out. And I do think like we love Lisa Rinna just for her spirit and that like she's I love so, that she boogies all the time. She boogies. She's way too thin, I'll say it. Well, I think but he, she's you know, she is active yeah. and she's always moving about. And I love that she dances and it's never cringy with her for some reason. You know, her mom was on the show too, Lo- I Lois. Know. And she was um, awesome and thin also. I think genetically, genetically it's that's well, who they good are. But, on you. But her mom was in her 90s and was like, I mean, up until she passed was like 
had so much energy just like Lisa. And I feel like Lisa Rinna on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills was like playing that part, like stirring the pot when she had to. And I think it got too much for her. I I don't know, but I would love to have her on the podcast. Ooh, hint, hint, drop a hint. Yeah, because... She can bring us all of her makeup that she does. Britt and and I were always like, oh, because I make my husband watch it. That's what love is. And um, he was like... Love is blind. She's seen... (laughs) Love is... Yeah. Love can love is turning a blind eye. Real housewives, yeah. But we were always like, God, she seems normal. Like she seems like she's gonna do the right thing in a car accident. You know, she's also like, happy and married, happily married yeah. to Harry Hamlin, who she's just always flirty with. I just think she's very seems... sexual person. I don't relate on oh, that geez. level, but my husband wishes. My husband wishes. I'm. He's like, do you stand any other she's way without your hands on your hips, Harry Hamlin? Well. My husband's Harry. Does that count? <laughs> he we, loves ham. I love my husband so much. He, we, I, he had a little like he sometimes has like you has to get stuff taken off his skin because you yep. guys get like we're hot. You guys yeah. get the skin skin uh, cancery stuff. Yeah. And uh, my my husband was like, "Can you take a picture of my back? I think I got this thing on my back that needs to be taken off." Oh my god! And I make I, my husband do that all the time too. <laughs> And I took a picture of it and I gave it to Colin and his eyes kind of watered and he's like, is that how much hair is on my back? <laughs> is that what you're looking at? I, I did. Go, yeah, babe, there's a lot. And he's like, it's just really come in in the last two years. I'm like, yeah, you're a grown ass man. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I got my weird flaky skin thing. I had to go. go in and get that checked. I did. I got it checked. And he was like, this is what he... He told me, I got, look, I'm paranoid because I did tanning buds. I yeah. did baby oil and stupid shit like that yeah. when I was, you know, a teen. And he goes, well, then here's what we're looking for on you. Something red with white bumps on it. Hard white bumps. Now like I know. Pinpoints. And I was like, how come I'm not hearing this information? He's like, that's what is generally what people get if they get some kind of skin yeah. cancer from tanning buds. So there you know, ladies. There you know. Watch out. Just if anything looks weird, go in. Like, who Why cares? not, man? My, my husband is, you know, 6'2", six, 6'3", six, hefty build. His dermatologist, I I think on a good day, is 5'2". Yeah. And he's this, like, thin man from Sri Lanka. And he literally, like, works Colin, like we just, we laugh so hard. And he, the doctor also laughs because he's always like, there's always so much, there's a lot of, there's a lot of land mass on my, <laughs> my husband. And so he just thoroughly like checks him all over and he's just like, he has to like climb his shoulder and it's, it's awesome. But it does, it is a good peace of mind. And now like my daughter has some skin stuff and Colin has skin stuff. So like, we just don't mess around. Like nope. if there's, and we've had our asses handed to us with weird stuff. Like when you have kids and you're like, Wait, what, what, what is Fifth's disease and hand, foot, mouth? Nobody's giving you the book on that. Yeah. So now I'm just like, I'm going to the doctor because whatever it is, it's probably contagious. I'm going to give it to everybody at a birthday party. And not this time, everybody, not this time. Yeah. Hopefully you just have a copay because in my head, I'm like, well, this will be the best 25 bucks I ever spent. 25 but. bucks to me. Like, <laughs> let's Sorry, be honest. Energies. 25 bucks. Like, I, I know that sounds like a lot of money, but you're spending that on a drive through at Starbucks. If you're That's getting what to say, Starbucks, like, yeah. spend it on yourself, getting a dermatologist to look at you. It's nobody loves to spend money on copays, yeah. but it sure is hell a lot better than getting your skin scooped out with yeah. it because it's too late. Like, I, don't I, do uh, it. this guy, I really like him. He does Delilah's. We have to check her scalp every yeah. six months because I guess it's bad. You get them. Yeah. If you get moles like in your scalp behind your ears. So he just takes pictures of them yeah. and then smart. 
And we, you know, we also tend to be a real uh, sebaceous uh, family, meaning like a lot of dandruff, a lot of... Yeah, fair. <laughs> I always go in and I'm like, you know, the dermatologist, there's one I don't like. There's an office of like four. And if you're just like in a hurry and you want to have something checked, you got to deal with whoever you get. We don't yeah. get our like favorite um, Sri Lankan guy. And, uh, and we, so there's this one and he's like very put together and like slick and I, he just bugs me. And so he came in and, um, was dealing with Eleanor. And then I was like, I was like, uh, by the way, I got a couple of spots and he's like, you have to make an appointment. I'm like, God damn it. No two like, for like, ones. No Come two on. for ones. I'm such, but it's, I'm the asshole. I'm like, uh, hey doctor, while you're uh, checking my daughter's forehead, what do you think of this on my arm? And he's like, I think if you want me to look at it, you got to make an appointment. Oh my god, I still, <laughs> I st you. still get amazed by like it, this is feels like it happens a lot in Vegas. Like Vegas is one of those places where you're like, wow, that sounds really intense. But yeah, like it, it feels like. I'm shocked every time I go somewhere and I see that guy that's got like the the red he's got like a raccoon thing where he's <laughs> like his stupid sunglasses have left like this white place around his eyes and yeah. it's like red like I'm like you are Irish let's not act like yeah, you can <laughs> and you're got a receding hairline yeah just because you're doing it two days out of me. the year doesn't mean yeah. you're not gonna get we'll the work on my base yeah. no, no you can't get one if the freckles grow together that is not a no, tan base cancer what are you trying yeah, for man you gotta wear sunscreen that's 100% true and you know what I have to say to that I know every mom especially nowadays it's like a battle to get your kid to wear sunscreen. Yeah. I mean, I'm always like, try to find the one that smells good. That's get the stick, the Let's spray, get the, stick, the, the lotion. Spray. Everybody has a fit. Nobody wants to wear it. And, you know, we had a birthday party for Eleanor uh, a few days ago. And um, my son, was. they were swimming. And I'm like, little Irish one, you need sunscreen. Pitches a fit. He's 12, by the way. He's 12. Yeah. I put it in every bag. He's got it everywhere. His the dermatologist said, Finn, you really gotta watch like your nose area. You've got, got a lot those of freckly blue eyes. You've got very light skin. Like you're gonna burn. And he does listen to everybody else except me. So then I said, Finn, you're gonna burn. I don't wanna listen to her. She's no fun. So he got a sunburn. And I'm I, I'm it was a measured. I knew he wasn't like scorched, but I knew that he was going to end up pink. And I was like, well, maybe if he feels the discomfort of a sunburn, he will now know that I'm not full of shit. Yeah. But those are hard things to know when you can do that because you don't like Finn got in trouble the other day from a from a coach and the coach was kind of telling me about it. And I go, can you tell him like I, I'd like to step out of this and let you just be upset with him? Yeah. Like I can't even remember what it was about. And and I said, don't think I'm one of those parents that's not okay with other adults yelling, yelling at, at my, my kid. <laughs> because I wondered, I was like, why is this coach telling me this and not him? I think he was, I know what it was. He was being like disruptive. I wasn't at the practice. So he was being disruptive and like making it hard for the coach. And I was like, no, no, no. You tell him. Because if you're disappointed in him, this is a very measured moment that I can step out and he's going to learn more in that moment than me going, well, your coach had a talking to with me and you've not been listening in one ear out the other. I need it. I need it to kind of come from the source. I just like when I can sort of like not predict, but see, be a part of that process so that it's not too much. I don't yeah. know. I need to let up at some point. On the sun of things, I think this weekend was a different sun situation because it didn't feel that hot, but my husband got sunburned yeah. and he's not a guy that burns either. Well, 
beware, buyer beware, like sun in a 75 degree heat will get you because you're comfortable. Yeah. You never like, get that hot. You never yeah. get that hot. Like me, I'm like, oh God, I'm sticky. And then I, mean, I don't want to be outside. I've rarely seen my husband with a sunburn and I, you know, he is Scottish. So yeah, um, I'm like, it tracks it. Yeah. But he did. He said when he was a kid, they used to swim all the time. This is the seventies for you. His mom would drop him off as soon as the pool opened, maybe a little beforehand, oh, come man. back at about four o'clock. And uh, that the way it was, he's like, we just would peel our noses. Totally. We, no such thing as sunscreen. We would like, remember you'd get like blisters and your parents were oh. like, you're going to wear my t-shirt tomorrow at the pool. Like totally. That yeah. was, that was the solution. I, Oh God, I remember I was in third grade and I just learned how to water ski. And so my dad was really excited that I was water skiing and he was in the boat with his buddy. And I think they both were like, beers make water skiing better. And so my friend Mindy and I were being pulled one after the next because we were so excited. We just learned how to ski. And at no point did my dad go, huh, we've been out in the sun for a good seven hours Mm -mm. and uh, Mm -mm. it's her first time out in the sun since, I don't know, winter. So why is she purple? So I get done and I'm like, dad, I don't feel very good. I feel kind of barfy and my skin feels like, I don't know, someone's peeling it off with a potato peeler. Is that normal? And he's like, shit, don't tell your mom. And I was like, no, I think I, I think I got to tell her because I think I'm going to be miserable for the next 48 hours. And I literally laid on my back and pushed myself along the carpet of our house because I was so itchy. Oh, itch. Oh, and so it that must came have been off, like, It looked yeah. like I was like shedding my skin. Yeah, but those it, first nights though, I, I remember like monster crying in bed. Oh my God. We were like, yeah. are these sheets cutting me? Now I know we've yeah, never had I'm, a high thread count, but we- Yeah, they, we, we got real cheap people. This like, feels like honeycombs. Are these razor blade sheets? Yeah. What? I can remember so many times, like even through high school, I don't think I used- sunscreen till I was probably in my 20s or something but I remember being like somebody would take off like their shirt or they would go hey uh how, how's this sunburn looking you'd go oh my, my god, god. <laughs> there's weird shaped bubbles all over you would just it, it, like the crazy it was like a fire bubble yeah like and then if you're where burn. I'm from like everybody would like they're farmer kids. So you'd go to the pool and their arms and their hands were really tan and their faces really tan and you get a farmer tan and it looks like they're wearing a white human t-shirt, like white human skin. I'm like, how is that? Were t-shirts really that good at blocking SPF rays? I believe so. The proof is in the the very pasty pudding. Maybe because they're, they're white shirts that like reflect. Well, I think they're wearing like a flannel or a button up like farm shirts. I always knew to be like a, like a really soft, breathable, like cotton with like the button up. That's what my dad always wore and then when he'd go to the pool it was like just literally like the whitest skin you've ever seen and my dad's like my dad's check so he gets like dark yeah so he had like really dark forearms and then just a white ass torso yeah. I, it looked like a weird doll it was yeah. like yeah like you know how barbie has the like suntan parts yeah think of like a middle-aged kind of uh enjoys too many desserts dewey hensley at the pool with his torso just being the white part. Picture it. I think I've seen it. I mean, I've seen, I, I mean, I've just seen My husband that. too, but he just doesn't get brown anywhere, but he is so white. And then he chooses to wear a Speedo, which is not my fault. Yeah. He also, he slathers up pretty good though. Cause he does. Well, we were all raised. Like once we started to know like yeah. what the fallout was going to be. And I remember very, I, you know how people will tell you something or do something and you're like, that's going to stick. Yeah. I remember somebody said, that like a cousin of mine 
could no longer wear like a certain kind of shoe because they found a melanoma on her on her ankle and they removed it and it looked like this is my mom this is terry hensley she probably told me the story 18 times mm -hmm. and then it just got to this point so that i would really listen she's like it looked like somebody took out her ankle with an ice cream scooper and i was like all I could think about was this weird like puzzle piece being missing from her ankle. And then she couldn't wear certain shoes. And I was like, well, I don't want that. Yeah. So now, so then I just slathered it on. That's look, if you, I describe the medical tool that they use on my back sometimes as a melon baller. <laughs> it's a little less deep than an actual melon baller, but I, that's kind of what it looks like. They numb it first. But so if you're at Coachella, you guys, make you guys, sure you've got your sure. sunscreen oh, on. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Ladies, if you know me, you know that I love real estate. I love real estate so much that I love Redfin, and I use Redfin's nearby option more than I add to cart. And if you know, you know, because Redfin is so awesome because it updates their listings every two minutes and sends you personalized recommendations. So finding the home that's perfect for you has never been easier. See something you like? Book a tour straight from the app. And when you're ready to buy, an experienced local Redfin agent can guide you through the whole process. And if you're looking to sell, Redfin agents know how to get you the best price possible for your home. That's because they sell twice as many homes as other agents. With a listing fee as low as 1%, Redfin's fees are half of what others often charge, which means you'll have more money to put towards your next home. I loved using Redfin when we were in search for our home because it was kind of hard to find one in the neighborhood. So I had those alerts on. I knew what I wanted in square footage. But then I got to look at all the beautiful photos and the way that Redfin makes it work on their app. It's so user friendly. I'm telling you, it's the app I know the most. So don't hesitate. Download the Redfin app to get started today. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey, Jen. Hey, Kristen. I would like to talk a little bit about stressors, both big and small. I know at this time of year, you're both feeling stressors, both big and small. And I know I am too. And I would just like to say that BetterHelp is therapy and a safe space to get things off your chest. And if you want to figure out how to work through those big and small stressors, go to BetterHelp. I have to brag about this, um, our connection to BetterHelp, because I know so many people besides myself who have benefited from BetterHelp. Like, yes. I mean, therapy, just, I can't say enough good things about it. Everybody needs it. Why don't they just teach this course in, in high school, right? Because everybody needs it. But like, I suffer when I have good stress and bad stress. Yes, it's stress. I, it's, all of it feels overwhelming. And sometimes you need somebody to just talk to that can help you sort through your thoughts. That's right. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule, which is exactly what I like. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. 
Visit BetterHelp.com slash Hard today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Hard. Real fast before we go to Coachella, because we're going to talk about a party we've never been invited to, nor that we will ever go, Coachella. But um, uh, I wanted to say real quick, people were asking uh, if we if you had fun at the premiere. Oh, my gosh. The premiere for Paint, which is out, which is the movie that Jen's husband directed with Owen Wilson. We had so much fun. I was so nervous the entire night. I mean... It, until my drinks kicked in. You're right. Yeah. Which, you know, it was kind of like when you throw a party at your house and you always lose your drink because yeah. you're, so you're like really, you're into the night and you're, you're like, sober. I haven't had any. Yeah. Because yeah. you're like, where, how, and and you burn it off because you're like, I'm going to, I'm going to guzzle this and then I'm going to do 800 steps. It was so fun. I was so proud of my husband and he was really sweet. Like before the movie, he mm-hmm. stood up and he said, oh like, my I don't know what he was going to say, but he, he. We talked about Jen in the nicest way. He really, really did. And it's funny because I was filming him up on stage and I dropped my phone when he it started was to so talk beautiful. about me. And he was, he, he's, I felt appreciated and I felt proud of him. And I just, she hope looked he felt beautiful. Loved. She looked like a million bucks. Mm, uh, we had fun. Oh, we I had, had um, a lot of fun before the premiere because we are dorks and my husband and I got there real early and I was like, I just want to be here. So when Jenny gets here and I can see her and we can, uh, I can watch her. She's texting get... me. How far away are you? Yeah, we're I was here. Like, I was like, <laughs> like four. The call time is like five 30. I'm like, we're here. And, uh, and I just, I texted Tony and I was like, um, we're early. So we're going to go to the bar right next, right next to where Jen's going to come out and walk the red carpet with Brit. So just text me, cut to we're in the weirdest bar and the only thing that sounds good is they're they have like mashed potatoes so i ate like a bowl of mashed potatoes Ooh. and i pounded a couple of vodka tonics none of that worked well and uh well i had to like vodka is just a version of potatoes oh god aren't you right and i like all of it so i just remember being like Kristen, you need to pound water while you're at the at the actual premiere because and then I she was took water for vodka uh-huh. tonics, and then I was like, "This is boring. I'm gonna have yeah. more vodka tonics." No, she was a lot of fun, but it was funny because she's at the bar. She's like, "We're all here," sending me a list of who's yeah. at the bar, and it was literally like 15 feet away from where I was. But I was like, I didn't need to be there because. I wasn't like, well, like you a, guys watch the carpet. The way it goes is they walk the carpet together and then the press want to talk to, yeah, uh, to Brit by himself. Yeah. So I was watching and I kept saying to people like, I, do I need to be here? Am I ha-? like, he couldn't even see that I was there. Yeah. So I was like, shouldn't I? I just go get a drink? Yes, Doesn't it feel like yes. I should? So um, Colin and I walked through while Brit was getting in his, his interviews, like real rednecks. We were like, Whoa, it Whoa. was. It was great. It was yeah, so perfect. We had all these people there that like loved us and yeah, and, so and many it, friends, it was so supportive, so much family. It, it was awesome. It was really a good time. So thanks for asking everybody. I would thanks just so like much. to say, not to toot my own horn, but I wore a dress that showed my legs. And the reason I'm saying this is because Jenny always says you need to wear short stuff more because yep. you have nice legs. Show so I those wore gams. this skirt and high heels, which I immediately regretted because my feet hurt. 20 minutes in. So at the, at the Are you going to talk about my mother-in-law? Oh, yeah. Because. Uh, I forgot about that. I was going to say I was holding my shoes by the time we were ready to go. Yeah. Well, my mother-in-law was like, 
Ooh, Kristen, I never knew you had such nice legs. They're really, she just was going on and on about it to a the point that Kristen came up to me and she's like your mother-in-law is really talking about my legs a lot I didn't say it like that I was so excited about it I was like she loves my yeah. legs well she was she was like and you did say you were like you were right she yeah, really she likes, likes my, my legs. legs and then like the next day kind of the first thing while I'm pouring my coffee my mother-in-law was like Kristen's legs are tremendous she could be a leg model does she know that does she I'm like I think she does now because you did not let up on it all night. Meanwhile, but, I'm like, tell me more. I'm like, let me, why am I even wearing this dress? Let me just walk around in my underpants. Did Let's, I mention too that everybody had like 14 Chardonnays 14 that night? 14 so Chardonnays. It was, Myself included. At one, at one point, Colin was like, I think we're done. <laughs> and I know that that's code for you're coming on real strong. I was forcing people to give me their numbers. I was like, yeah. I, I knew oh. I was a risk at that moment. Well, at like 10 o'clock, which I knew it was wrapping up, I was like, well, it looks like the bar's going to close. I better double fist it now because yeah. I've been holding off all night. Yeah. And at that point, I started giving love lessons to people. Yeah, yeah. Talk, like, She's doing like, like I've got relationship my tarot breakdowns. And it was like, nope, Jen's time to go home. Yep. At one point, bag. my husband, he was be dressed like a cowboy, which I just think is so hot because he's from Texas. He pulls it off. You know, he, so he got totally boots. does. He, yeah. he went and got a whole new outfit for this thing. It was so yep. cool. So we, we were sitting there and I, I knew I was on a little bit of a terror and cause he's, he knows me. And I was like, like literally talking to any human that would have yeah. a conversation with me. So and like then I was like, buzzing around, the next, like yeah, I was buzzing was around. They fun. were like, where is her Ritalin? And I was like, who cares? Not I'm making tonight. so many friends that I've had half conversations with. It's great. So then Colin gave me a drink and I took a drink of it and I was like, um, this is just soda water. I know what and, you're trying to do here. And he goes, he goes, no, it's not. And I go, do you think this is my first barbecue? Do you think this is my first rodeo? You think yeah. I haven't, you think people haven't tried to give me fake drinks, man? Like I'm not that drunk that I would know that a drink doesn't have this sauce in it. Yeah. Well, I also, this is like pre me, um, pre my getting, two chardonnays double fisted like i don't know fine you were fine the whole time i kind of was but this i wish i could say and blame alcohol for this which wendy mcclendon covey is in the movie and i we follow her on instagram (laughs) and i feel like i know her i know her cat and i know her husband it's weird in my head and so i went up to him and was he like i think it might have been different if i would have led with I am Britt's wife, Britt, who works uh, with your wife. Who directed your wife in a movie, but you didn't. But I didn't. I just went up and like I do at parties and I was like, hey, I'm Jen. And he's like, "Uh." I know all about you and your cats. (laughs) And I was talking about you in a podcast because you're (laughs) such a romantic. And he was like, literally, he's a nice guy. He goes, he's a cop. I have to go to the bathroom. (laughs) And I was blocking him. So um, sorry about that. He's a lovely man. It's my favorite when Jen gets when Jen gets socially awkward, I can see it in her face. Oh God. But she can't say the words that would just she I can't just like awkward take trying steps. to talk about it. Yeah, she took she's like hearing herself and she's like taking she can't take the two steps back to go, let me start again. Yep. Nope. 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 She's like uh, I know your anniversary would just happened. Yeah, let and, me double down. Yeah, I uh, uh, I like to watch 
you and your wife as you uh, work with your cats. Yeah, I bet it was going to sound like I said when you make love, and I wasn't I, going to, but I wouldn't. Not that I'd be. No, you just not that you, I'm asking yeah, either. So. It just it got weird fast, but we all we uh we we came, we saw, we had fun. My, we, it was really fun. My husband did this very so just not to say all good things about him. He did this very weird thing where we were at a school event and like oh, all the yeah. kids were off playing and I was there with all these moms that I know and for some reason he brings up that like in the town he grew up in there were like these families that his parents didn't hang out with cuz they had key parties and I just felt like he was saying it in a way that he was like I'm just testing the waters to yeah. see how everybody reacts That's very to it. your husband. And I literally said it in front of all these women. I'm like just so you know he's not gauging your interest level <laughs> i know it sounds like that oh. but and then it made it sound like worse yeah like yeah because he gets he does that thing where he's like i he has a, such a sharp sense of humor but sometimes he's so like he says things so quietly that you're like are you making fun of me or are you teasing right now or are you being serious and i fall into that trap all the time so i'm sure new set of parents are like He's absolutely asking if we're into swinging. 100%. We're gonna. He, he wants to have a key party. They don't know his sense of humor yet. And also, earlier, your crowd at that school, I'm thinking like, they'd be like, "Yep." For some of them, there's a language barrier, so all they did was Google key, key party, party when they and went and then they're like, "My answer is yes." <laughs> like, um, I I respect you. Yes, my answer is yes. Oh man. Well, okay. Um, I think we're gonna just quick. We look. We know that Coachella is happening right now. Will it be happening when this comes out? I don't know. Coachella gotta, okay. to me, first of all, I think it's just because the lead up. Is, am I so old? The lead up takes so long. People are trying to find their outfits on For Coachella. so long. Yeah. I think if I were in my young 20s. We got to say what it is because we know so I, much about it because it's Southern California. But I don't know. Does everybody else? Coachella is a big fancy music festival yeah. in the middle of the desert that you pay a billion dollars to go to. And uh, you, only if you're like super billionaire, do you get like any seats at the actual music? And I think everybody just goes to wear uh, booby tops and I um, don't even think you get bikinis. a seat. I think you, you, you get dress a, like you Cher from the seventies. Yeah. And then you get um, uh, herpes. I think so. I think I that's think the that's, goal. Yeah. And it's the weird thing is to me, it's out, it's a live music show. It's amplified. I'm like, why, why even pay for a ticket? Oh my God. Is it just to get, you've been, haven't you? Absolutely no, not. You've been, I've been burning, burning Man. Oh, that's worse. Which that's another conversation. That's, but. that's uh, Coachella without oh. the, um, the Diet Coke sponsorship, basically. It's, I will tell you what Burning Man was, is, and I've been two times. Burning Man is a festival in a playa somewhere in a desert, and I can't remember for many reasons. <laughs> and uh, I got looped into going with a boyfriend twice. I was with him for too long, two, two Burning Mans too long. And the whole thing is, is it's people love Burning Man, and I can't it's stand it. It's a life for people. It is a they life. They call them burners. They call them burners, and they call people that aren't burners like there's a word for it now i can't remember like civilian or like i, I call them burnout yeah i'm like there's kind of a the trend. whole thing is that you go oh my god so many people are gonna be so mad at this like no one who goes to burning festival. man listens to our podcast uh, right there, there's oh, no way oh my god i'd be so happy okay they're like those basic bitches yeah. we're not gonna listen to that podcast <laughs> yeah. we'll get dumber. so you go and the whole thing is like 
there's like an art installation. In the, it's very, it looks like yeah. Mad Max. It yeah. looks like Mad Max. So it's like post-apocalyptic. It's supposed to be like, there's no money. It's only trade. So like, you know, but basically it's all induced by copious amounts of drugs. Sure. And you go, and everybody can walk around naked if they want, but the only people that walk around naked are the really ones that should not be naked. And I saw Always. like so many like 70-year-olds like testicles. And I was like, this is not hot. Like to me, I thought the 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 idea of it sounded really sexy and cool. And you dress up like these costumes that are sort of like well, I love sexually costumes. elusive, like like eyes wide shut. Like you're supposed to have like these masks on and all that shit. But here's what I'll tell you: there was a freaking dust storm, Ooh. and I'm highly allergic. Yeah, and I don't the like allergies. I don't like I don't like squatting. I'm certainly not gonna poop in the bush. Like I just need some creature comforts and the whole thing. She was will like, get constipated, you I guys. I will. I just I get a little because there's so many people around I don't wanna like, where am I supposed to go on a playa, which is a fat, flat piece of like like sand where am i supposed to go so they have outhouses that get disgusting in two oh days God. it just was not my thing it and was, it's a desert so it's, it's hot a desert. i went two times like a moron and both times i did not enjoy it i would much rather go to a taylor swift concert oh or God. like an outdoor That's oh my God, my all speed. those festivals when we were growing up like yeah lone tree days and wallback days and all those like country western fun like <laughs> That is not the music festival I thought you were going to. Although I would love to go to one They're of those. They're so fun. That's I, way more fun than this Burning is, Man. This is not going to be that much of a shock, which is um, I the idea of going to an all-day music festival to me at this age feels punitive. Like it feels like a punishment that I – and I'm sure I will have to do it. Right. Like even going to the Hollywood Bowl to see Billy Joel, I'm like, oh, God, the parking and the walking, I can't do it and there's mosquitoes. And yeah. I really – I am that bad about going to those. But when I was um, – just graduated from high school, I went to Lollapalooza at the big open-air amphitheater That's in very Kansas similar City. to like Coachella, I think. Yeah. Um, also that I got what I think was just ditch weed from some guy <laughs> on the way back from the bathroom and shared it with everybody. And I Jim remember like, I watch you with your cats and I was wondering if you might share some of your ditch weed. Yeah. I, here's what I remember falling asleep at about three o'clock on the blanket and then waking up around eight 30 when beastie boys came on. Oh, for sure. So, That's a good one. But because I'd gotten a good nap and was basically sobered up, I was able to drive home, which was great because everybody else had severe diarrhea. So I kept having to pull over. I thank God them, so, not you. Yeah. For once. Yeah. Uh, I did go to jazz fest in new Orleans. Ooh, that would be that fun. That was awesome. Here's why jazz fest has it figured out. First of all, the music is just, it's like good music. I know I sound so old, but like, I don't want to go listen to like, like techno-y shit. And oh, like no. at Burning Man, it's not about music. It's, it's everything else. Like nobody, it's just like, the, it's like literally like listening to like, like one of those wire things going, wah, 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 wah. Oh, I don't want that. Nope. I want to go boogie. Nope. I want to go feel good. And I went to Jazz Fest and they have all this incredible food out front, just like, the Cajun smells and oh, spices. Gosh. And I'm like, I don't know about you guys, but this is the sexiest thing I've ever been a part of. I, it's well, jazz so much is made one on of those things. Jazz is probably the only kind of music that I can listen to, not know it, and still enjoy it. Right. And there's a lot of other kinds of music at Jazz Fest, which is the thing I didn't know because jazz, I'm kind of like, okay, in a park, eating yeah. a picnic, that's really fun. But they had, um, and might I say, I was in the cheap seats and I looked down and I was like, I can see this man's abs and uh, outline 
from the cheap seats. Whoa. Well done, Lenny Kravitz. Oh, he was at the Jazz, Jazz Fest. Fest. Whoa. It was awesome. And like, uh, what's his name? Who I love. Uh, you know, a Dave Matthews band. I'm a real well, sucker okay. for Dave Matthews band. I love all those guys, man. My, Cargo shorts. Okay. Yeah. The, well, my dad was a huge music aficionado. So if there was like a jazz fest in the tri-state area, you better believe we're, he's packing up the kids fun. in a porta potty and going. There was nothing like that. It was like usually put on by like the local VFW or something <laughs> like, which there's dun, great. Dun, like, dun, 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 I remember dun, dun, going to, uh, if you're, if you're from Bellevue. Nebraska, yeah. you will you remember that in the uh, the Fourth of July there was always this big festival they would have. Like, of course, that's what like, I'm talking about. In the town square, where it would be yes. like they would play like a like banjos and totally. stuff like that kind of festival, and then the parents would drink beer and you would just like get burnt by uh, playground equipment. Totally, like, we had the fireman's ball, which was a Merritt County treasure, and uh, <laughs> that's where my friend Dale Peters brought his uh, his gin still stillery. Uh, on the back of his truck, and we fought, we we had the pleasure of trying his homemade gin. I woke up in another country. Yeah. I didn't even. Uh, I that felt so painful that it was not a smooth ride. No. The gin, the homemade gin, but it was so fun. And like all the parents will dance, and like they had the um, oh god, what was the band? Like they they were called like the Rumblers or something. They were kind of oh, like yeah. a well known. Oh. Is it um, called the Rumbles? Uh, the Rumbles or the Rumblers or something. It was kind of a famous band for yeah. the yeah. for the state. They, and, and like they, they played the Midwestern circuit hell, for sure. Yes. They're like all of those fun, like 70s like rock music. Bad to the bone. Right. <laughs> or it was like um wasting away and Margaritaville, like oh, all yeah. that. And then stuff that parents would dance to. And it was so that is my kind of festival. But yeah. Coachella. I don't have the ab plate. I don't have the, I don't well, have the time and I don't have the energy to go listen to any of those people that are playing it. I, I'm not like, uh, I am whatever the opposite of a musical elitist is. I am that like, I I'm same. I, I am basic. I'm like, you know what? If I buy a ticket, please play your hits. That's what I'm here for. And I know. Can, we're, that's what we're all there for, honestly. Yeah. Like, don't play your new album. I'll buy it. But I don't. Let, let me, me get used to it. wait for the singles to get released on the radio like a decent I do band. like when please. a band plays their new stuff every eighth song because then I can go Sure, pee. sure. Then yes. I'm not missing Good anything. Good point. Well, I uh, understand that like Coachella started off as like an in, indie thing. and like, They all do. And then they're like, how much? But it's out in the desert, so they didn't have to, like, pay fees and all this stuff, you know, whatever. But now it is literally – there's, like, a Mac Yeah, there's an American there. Express it's, booth there. Give me a break. It is, like, the most commercialized yeah, thing you've ever heard of. And I like, want to go to Woodstock. That would have been my jam. I'm dead serious. I would have loved Woodstock. I would have loved it. I feel like I missed out on my moment not going to Woodstock. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.
Can I tell you, have I ever told I you this story? I, I'm going to say this, but if we have to edit it out and I don't know why, that uh, my husband's friend, Harry Berg, his dad was the doctor in Woodstock, New York. The only doctor yep. when, because the thing with Woodstock is they were totally overwhelmed. They didn't have enough restrooms. Yep. They didn't have enough like food. It they also rained, it, which just made everything super dangerous because they were, they, it was the first time they were kind of building these temporary stages Yeah, and they had such an incredible lineup and they had to support the lineup. And like a lot of these artists had to play in the rain. Yeah. Not to mention the drugs that were used. Well, so in like, all fairness, LSD and, and a lot of pot, but that was kind of what I liked about it was it wasn't like. I don't know. It feels, it felt like they, drugs were a little bit safer like, back then woo, for sure. Definitely. You might get dehydrated and need totally, to go see a doctor. hundred percent. And a lot of kids did. That's exactly what well, happened. So they brought him to Mr. Berg's house evidently because he was like the town doctor and he has all, all this artwork and stuff that like, so he has happy. like a Jimi Hendrix artwork because <sighs> people couldn't pay like they bought yeah. all this stuff at, at Woodstock and then they would like trade him. I know for, they would like, trade for eggs and the, the town. The thing I love about Woodstock is that, you know, obviously it was filled with um, the country's youth. It was very young and like they were all trying to do this thing. And it's I mean, there's a documentary on it that just like I literally have so much FOMO. I feel like I want to like close my eyes and like go back in time. And I was like, I should be there. And because it's all my favorite music, yeah. you know, so there they were in Woodstock and uh, it started to rain and they lost security and there were yeah. kids that were coming in. But they weren't like like storming the stage. It was just there were a lot of people that were trying to go to the yeah. stages to hear the music. And so the townspeople knew they were running low on water. They were running low on food. So like all of these town folk got together and made sandwiches and delivered them oh to the kids. Gosh. And the kids were really thankful and grateful and kind. And like they would split the sandwich with someone and, and share it. And like they all walked peacefully back to the, however they got there. Like mm -hmm. there, there was just an appreciation. I think, I think Woodstock was literally like, should be like, the seventh wonder of the world. Well, is there seven or are there eight? I think there's seven. Can I seven, take away so one eight. of the freaking? I, I don't can know. I take there's away... probably more than that. More Fine. Just I just want to put Woodstock on there because I think it was so awesome. Well, our friend Eileen, her mom went when she was like. My in mom could have went. She was like. Ugh. It was, you know what? It was a little like saucy to go. Oh, it no, was I like, know. like you, you were a hippie kind of. want want you to go to it yeah and all i really remember her saying was like just how backed up the traffic was that you were like waiting for like a day to even get close yeah. to it because it was like everybody even, wanted to go on this but that would highway. have been so fun you would have oh, been meeting yeah. all these other people and like hot guys and you're like young and you're going to yeah. listen to the music and there's like cause it's also sexy stupid yeah. burning man was like how much for a ticket and i got a crap in the like the sand, the sandbanks yeah. in front of this 80 year old naked guy. Also, Thanks, no. by the way, you trust fund kids going to Coachella, yeah. you know, you can't, they like rent RVs that yeah. are like to, to go it's to. It's very exclusive. Yeah. You know what, what am I trying to say? It's very like exclusionary. Like you, yes. if you don't have a ton of dough, you're not going to go. And people I don't like, think that's right. People like, set, well, they like pick their outfits because they, and my friend uh, Anna, who's a stylist, was in Vogue. Yeah. Because of her crazy Coachella outlet outfit that she was wearing. Like that's kind of why people go now is yeah. to like get seen or like. I know. And that's, that makes me feel grody because I feel like you should just be wearing like a skizzy old tank top and like. You should be denim wearing. jeans and then you just have a beer in your hand all the time. A bikini top. Totally. You should have a fanny pack on. Oh with, my God. With your sunscreen. 
with your okay, and you're cashing well, it. Yeah. You're like, oh, fine. You're just doing that for your mom. You're wearing that because your mom is like, please, just this. Just be safe and wear this. And, yeah. and wear this. Are you calling them in there, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> Same. Music moves me. Yeah. Well, I mean, it moves a lot of people, obviously. But I mean, my, can I tell you who my hot flash is? Because it's about this conversation. Oh, yeah. Hot flash. Hot flash. Yeah. Okay, so my hot flash is obviously Taylor Swift. Now, yep, I am. I love my daughter, but I'm a little mad at her because she will just not get in to Taylor Swift. What? I am like, I play it all the time, and she's like, she loves Queen. She's like, I'm like, we can't see him; he's dead. Have you like played this? Like, told her the history and played some of the songs of for her? Like, she doesn't who they're about it. and stuff. She, it's because it's coming from me. I'm like, get with your friends because I know that they're into it. Because I want to go to that Eras tour so damn bad. And now I think it's almost over. But I have enjoyed nothing more than being like a little fly on the wall and seeing these videos of the girls getting ready. And the thing is, you wear Aww. the different outfit from that era that you love the most. So like, girls are wearing like, you know crop tops and and sparklies and then they're also wearing like when she's like really uh doing the like folky thing with their braids like she's just like she's just awesome and this tour she's made it in stadiums and i don't think she did this by mistake she has created these huge monitors so that if you are in the cheapest seat in the house you can see her for sure yeah. and you can see it from the parking lot so the parking lot is full mm. of people getting to watch like the tailgating and watching. tailgating and like i think if she wanted to if her people wanted to they could shut that down they could totally. say like you're on private property and i think she's like nope let him have it and you yeah. can see her on that jumbotron screen clear as day so i just i'm so i think I know that the tickets are expensive and I know she's making a gazillion dollars, sure. but I feel like that's money. I'd rather spend money at that than dumb Burning Man. She could do three concerts a day, every day of the year, and they would be sold out. It's so true. They ha she has to charge that. Like they, yes. We're going to wear Taylor Swift out, you guys, and we need to keep the – she is an eighth wonder of the – she's an Ninth. American treasure, you guys. She's an American guys. treasure. I she's hate, my hot flash. She's Jen's hot flash. I we love her. I hate how much shit she gets, God, you guys. She, she is singing our anthems. Yep. Sorry if they make <clears throat> you uncomfortable, but like here's my approach – that we're going to take with Eleanor. She knows how hot Jake Gyllenhaal is. Yeah. She's she aware. She's aware. She's okay. aware. So I think what we do is we describe like what? I'm like, are we having Jake on the podcast? Is that the goal? You know what? If I'm you want to come on, Jake, Jake, and tell you, your side of the story. Right now, Jake. I actually, I think that would really get us more listeners. So if any of so you guys know Jake on a personal Jake level. Jake Gyllenhaal uh, hookup. Yeah, if uh, you can send us his number. Because rumor uh, rumor has it, all too well is about you and you being an asshole. So yeah. let's, uh, let's see it. Let's have let's, you come and plead your case. Right. And if you know, and if, if you know Taylor, uh, Jake, it? we'd like you to hit the skids and we'll have Taylor in. So if anybody knows Taylor and she wants to come to our podcast, uh, <clears throat> yep, the answer yeah. is, the answer is yes. And the, the reason why is we need Eleanor to get into you, Taylor Swift. Yeah, Taylor, can you just sell yourself to my daughter? That would, you know, just uh, what, what are what are the high points of your, I don't know, transcendent success? Yeah, yeah. My What's daughter's it like, like to well, be... she's not Freddie Mer Mercury. I'm like, no, no, no. She is bigger than the Beatles. She's the biggest. And you know what I love about her is like, 
there is this thing that she has done that she's figured out and there is she owns herself mm-hmm. she is she's inclusive but there's something about her that feels so incredibly like grounded on earth here yes. she is in this like stratosphere of this yes. tour and there's something that feels like you could go have an ice cream cone with Taylor Swift and it would be like the most joyful down to earth and she would just talk about her favorite ice cream. Meanwhile, her brain is operating on such an incredible level. level. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I think she's really, I think she is really, really special. She's an outlier too because she got famous so young and totally. still came out a good person, you know? And yeah, she, and she had to deal with that creep ass that like good. she won the sexual assault case. That The other bro that wanted to take her music, she's like, Fuck you, buddy. I'm going to re-record. Because I know who my fans are. I know. They'll support me. me And they did. And now she gets a stadium tour. I'm so into it. I want to go to that that concert so damn bad. People love Taylor Swift. T-Swift all the way. Just to show you how much people love I Mom So Hard. I'm just putting it out there, Jake. Or Taylor, if you want us to open for you, uh, open the door. We'll be here. Yeah. you know what? We'll do anything. We'll do anything because I really want to go to your show and my daughter doesn't. Well, okay. She doesn't want to. No, I said. We there was a go. little part of me that I was like, this is so much money. But if she showed enthusiasm, would I just like try as hard as I can to go to one of her shows? And Eleanor literally was like a full stop. And I was like, I don't have time to, to grow your enthusiasm for this and spend that kind of dough. I'm not going to yeah. go. And look over, and Eleanor's like, arms crossed, like, I don't know why we're doing this. I don't want to wear fringe. Every mom learns that lesson, taking the kids to an art museum because there's yeah, a free nope. membership. You're like, this like hurt my feelings. This hurt my to. feelings. You yeah. guys are driving by all the good stuff. All right, here's a mom box for you. Okay. You guys, okay. This is from Mandy L.M., that's, I'm just, those are her last initials. Okay. LM is not LMNOP is her last name. L-M- That's not true. E-L-L-E-M. So this, uh, this mom box has some callbacks. I'm so delighted by this. Hey guys, who knows if you'll even see this, but I have been unable to get this image out of my mind since watching the episode where you guys told us about the sweet soul saving a friend from this in the snow. So the last podcast, they weren't actually friends, just rando sees a guy upside down in the snow, buried in the snow and saves him. Uh, All I could think was, man, thank God it was that guy that rolled up on him first and not Kristen. Can you imagine? She's got him unpacked from the waist up because obviously she started at his feet like she said she would. And all you see is this tubing sticking out of his butt and she's getting that water bottle (laughs) attached to get him some hydration on board. After, while talking to the news crew, (laughs) the friend is like, I'm so thankful for Kristen for saving my life, but I just can't understand her putting the tubing in my butt. Pan over to Kristen, no one's going down on my watch, okay? (laughs) Um, she, cause she's always ready with an enema, you guys, awesome. I could possibly be too invested, but I've literally laughed at this image in my head for days now and just thought I'd share. I love you ladies. Keep rocking. And I said, ha, that's amazing. This might be a mom box. And there is a follow-up response. Okay. Okay. I would just like to interject real quick. I agree with you. <laughs> I've got one survival skill and I don't know when to use it. And I was like, instead of using the tube to actually go from his actual mouth to the outside world and save his life, I would think to myself, 
this guy needs literal hydration right now. Mm -hmm. And thank God I'm packing. Yeah. Because it's snow and I you can't use that. Tubing. You've got to have your tubing and actual water mm -hmm. for it to go in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just would have literally quit halfway. Uh, so uh, Mandy then responded, me after I saw y'all responded to my hubs. I told you they would be my mom friends if they knew me. And her hubs, with an exaggerated expression, said, Mo, you have to get a life. <laughs> She no, said, I'm rethinking my vows. Who needs them? I love my husband. He keeps me and my brain grounded. God bless him. Oh, my gosh. That's really funny. And um, I just would like to say that it is lucky that that other guy uh, it found was him. It him and not, yeah. Well, first of all, just literally, I wouldn't have been, I wouldn't have done the math on digging him out. You and I get him out safely. Thank God And for I would have been thinking about the enema, honestly, because I've been waiting for the day. I've been trying to. Figure out a time when someone will need that skill. And here's what's going to happen. I'm going to tell you right now. Here's what's going to happen. They're, everybody's going to listen and they're going to be like, why is she obsessed with this idea of hydration through the butt? And then somebody's going to be on a hike somewhere and they're going to find somebody that's not uh, that's dehydrated and they're going to go, I don't know why I know this, but if we put water in their butt, they're going to survive. And then they do. And then I'm going to be thanked publicly. Yeah. And with cash. She insisted and I wasn't even thirsty. Like, beware <laughs> if you're going to Burning Man. The girl in the tubing outfit has got an agenda that she... You know who'd give you an enema? Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift would... Absolutely. Yeah, she would. She's smart enough to know that there's other options. But <laughs> she would be nice to me about it. Yeah. And maybe she'd be like, you know what? I appreciate your moxie. And then she she'd write would. a song. She is a girl's girl. She is a girl's girl. And she'd be like, my friend insists on animals. I don't know what to tell her. There's another choice. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, Taylor, I'm here for you. You guys, I think we podcasted. I think we did. Bye-bye.